Welcome to Crystal Clear Finances, where we understand that finances can be confusing, but you don't have to face it alone and you can have confidence for every financial decision. My name is Crystal Langdon. I'm a certified financial planner, qualified kingdom advisor, fiduciary, founder of Crystal Clear Finances, and I am honored to be your host for the next 30 minutes as we continue to provide financial clarity so that you can have confidence for every financial decision. Now, today we're going to be talking about some of the financial concerns that are, that are out there. And one of the things that I love about having a radio program and a podcast and a YouTube channel is that when I'm out and about, when I'm talking to individuals and they ask me, me, well, what is it that you do? And I begin to share how we help people become more efficient with the resources that they have, that they can keep more what of, of what they make, and that they can have that confidence for every financial decision. As we go through those discussions and they begin to ask me questions, I've started asking questions back. And lately, what I've been asking is, what is your number one financial concern? What is that thing that just nags at you at the back of your mind that you're like, you know, if I could only figure this out, if I could only take care of it, what is that one thing? And I'm going to go through today and we're going to spend the entire program going over some of the concerns that we're hearing out there because chances are they may be some of the concerns that you're facing and we want to make sure that we address them. Now, I know that we can't dive deep into financial planning strategies because we need to meet one-on-one -on -one with you, but at least we can give you an overview and hopefully provide some peace of mind and give you some confidence to say, okay, at least know the next step and maybe the next step is just giving our office a call. So let's dive in today and let's talk about some of the, the concerns that we're hearing from individuals. And again, when I'm talking to them, whether it's a new prospective client that's coming in or I'm out and about and someone finds out what I do what I do and of course once someone finds out you're a financial planner it is off to the races they want to know what stock to pick they want to know what's the stock market doing all those different areas and yet finances are more comprehensive than just one stock and it's so hard because you can't say well just go buy this stock wouldn't that be great if we could <laughs> if there was a silver bullet stock that someone could just recommend on the radio and all of our problems went away and we lived happily ever after but unfortunately or fortunately we're all individual people and we all have specific goals to us. And so what might be appropriate for one individual may be inappropriate in another person's portfolio. So we're not going to focus on that. That's something that we would do one-on-one. -on -one. What we're going to do today is give the big picture and begin addressing parts of these questions and concerns. Now, the one area one question that I heard the most, and I've got going to go through, I've got about 10 of them here, is the concern of, can I save enough? All right, here's the deal. I can't see any of you, right? I can't see you through the YouTube or the podcast. I can't see you via the radio. So you ask yourself, you can raise your hand if you want to. Are you struggling with that same concern? Can you save enough? And a lot of times what happens is people don't know how much they should be saving. They just say, well, you know what? 
I can't save it anyway, so I'm not going to even bother. And that's where we need to change right there. When we begin to feel so hopeless with our finances that we say, why even bother? Oh, that's a slippery slope that we're starting to go down. What we need to begin to do is say, okay, <laughs> just show me where we're at. Let's find that starting line. In our office, we have software. We call it retirement ready or not, here we come. And we begin to evaluate, you know, what is the amount of money that needs to be invested? What's the amount of return? What is, you know, how, when are you going to retire? How long do you think that money is going to last in retirement? We go through these scenarios so that individuals can say, oh, and I can't tell you how many times I've heard this, Oh, it's not as bad as I thought. Okay, I need about 10 more years added on or seven more years added on. What do I need to do now in order to be ready for that in the future? And we can literally sit down there and be able to say, well, listen, if you are able to save X amount of dollars, we don't have to try for some crazy rate of return. We can sleep good at night when the market's down because not everything is put in the market. Let me just make a comment there as well. You know, when people say that they're saving for retirement, well, I don't know if that's the correct verbiage, because if you're saving for retirement, then it should be something in, in my description outside the market. And that's why, of course, if you've worked with us here at Crystal Clear Finances, you know we focus on that green tank of having savings that can grow between three and five percent tax free, uninterrupted compounding interest and yet still be liquid. And I'm listening to the different things they're coming out with, different laws they want to pass, thinking that we should have to pay them for allowing us to put the money in their bank. I'm like, oh, that is such nonsense. We need to each of us start our own banks and be able to have the resources that are needed that we can make decisions on what's best for us and our family. I mean, imagine if you were able to begin stockpiling and putting in the proper places resources that you would be able to loan your children the money needed for the house, that you would be able to be the person in the community where people came and said, hey, I need to have such and such loan or I need to get this business started. But we've given up on that hope. Oh, that'll never happen. And and we've allowed ourselves to say, oh, yes, it's normal. <clears throat> it's normal to get nothing when we put our money in the bank. And now they want to be able to charge us for holding our money. That's insane. I'll get off my soapbox. I'll get back to what we were talking about, which is the number one financial concern among the people that I have talked to that said, listen, I don't know if I can save enough and I don't even know the amount I should be saving. See, a lot of times if we don't have that starting point, we imagine it much greater than it is and then we don't try anything at all. And, you know, I've noticed that back in the beginning when I was doing a lot of budgeting and counseling, um, and that's something, you know, a team member can do, but not something that I focus on right now. But I remember when I would talk to individuals and they would say, and I would say, wow, there's a lot of going out to eat here on this, this budget because they're asking me to go through it, see where their cash flow is. They're not sure why this isn't working. 
And I said to that, you know, I would ask them that question. They said, well, I don't see why I should bother saving because it's not going to change anything anyways. That's the quickest way to poverty right there, because we have to have hope. We have to begin to say, no, I'm going to keep on swinging. I know where I'm standing. And this is my starting point so that I can move forward in that. And, you know, over 25 years, I've told this story on the radio before, but I remember going to uh, Weight Watchers and I got there and the lady said, step on the scale. There were people around. And I'm like, yeah, no. And she's like, you need to step on the scale. I said, I already know what my weight is. And finally, she got very firm with me. And I think I had offended her because she said, step on the scale. And as she began to explain the reason, she said, Crystal, how will we be able to measure the progress if you don't know your starting point? And I thought, oh, I do that with finances with people. I help them know this is the starting point so we can celebrate the wins. When you're on Weight Watchers and it's 0.01 ounce, <laughs> you celebrate that win. Well, the same thing happens with finances. So I would say the first area on can I save enough is understanding what you need to do. So wherever you are, if you're if you should know right now, what do I need to be doing in order to get ready for retirement, to be able to have the same lifestyle and retirement that you have today adjusted for inflation? What are the pieces that need to be put in place? And we just ask those four questions. You know, what is the rate of return you're going to need on your investments? How much can you invest? How long are you going to be working for? And then we run that scenario and it says, how long will this money last? So that's a that's a concern that people are having, but there's an answer to that. And we need to be aware of that. Now, when I look at the next question and I'm putting this here, it says, what if I die before I have enough set in place to cover debt and leave a legacy? And you know, that is... That is a common question. People are concerned and they're starting to think, you know, I am starting to pay attention, Crystal. I've sat down and I figured out where it is I need to go and I am doing what I know to do. But what if I don't have it in place by the time I pass? And unfortunately, this past year, I have met with many widows, many that uh, there's been a passing, whether it was COVID, whether it was just old age, whether a lot, unfortunately, was cancer. We're walking through a, a family through a case right now. It's just so heartbreaking watching this happen and you pray and you're hoping for the best. But those are the times when you have individuals that are saying, I'm leaving too soon. <laughs> I'm passing too soon. And I wanted to do something for my family. And I just, it didn't happen in time. Maybe the market's down and they have placed everything into their investments. You know, a lot of times people say they're saving for retirement or and really what they're doing is they're investing for retirement because saving would be outside the market. Investing is meaning they're putting everything in the market. And then that's scary when the market's down and there's nothing to leave as legacy or to take care of their loved ones. Now, of course, the solution, uh, one of the solutions in that situation is to be able to have life insurance, whether it's term life insurance or whether it's whole life. It really depends upon the structure, whether you're wanting to build up liquidity inside the life insurance policy, or maybe you're just saying, listen, I'm not at a place where I can afford something like that. Being able to have a 20, 30 year level term so that, you know, while I'm building my wealth, 
while I'm getting everything in place, I at least have a death benefit to take care of those I love in the event of my passing. And so we want to be very aware of the different options that are out there because you don't have to experience that financial concern of, I don't think it's going to be all ready before I pass. And what if, you know, that they don't have the resources? And that's a true concern. We definitely see a lot of people that will come in and a loved one has passed. And if it's a spouse, it's impacting them. It's impacting them. So we want to make sure that we are taking the steps needed, right? Taking the steps so that that is not a financial concern that you have to wrestle with. Now, the next question is when it comes to it is how do I make sure uh, my family will have what they want and what they need? You know, there's actually a calculation that you can do. You know, when I sit down with individuals, if you've been to the office of Crystal Clear Finances, you know that we focus a lot on customizing education to your situation. We want to provide information so that you are aware, okay, this is what's going on and this is how it actually works. Many people have had the misconception, oh, I've got $250,000, I've got $500,000, that'll take care of my family forever. And when we sit down and we begin to use our our modules that we have here and we go through and we say, okay, well, based on that, right, if you had left 500,000, this is and this is what your lifestyle is now. And okay, yep, we can adjust it a little. This is how long this money will last. What's going through your mind right now? And these are the things that people, it's uncomfortable to think about, isn't it? You know, may not be very fun as you're driving to the grocery store right now, listening to Crystal Clear Finance and saying, could you please talk about something fun? I am. I'm talking about making sure that there's money left behind, not because money's the answer to everything. Oh, goodness. Hopefully, you know me by now. But money is a tool that we can take care of those that we love. And there are ways that we can calculate what is the right amount. So that would be the first thing is saying, okay, let's sit down together. If your kids are living in the house that you want right now, they're going to the school that you want, and that uh, you are driving the car you want to safely get them to and from wherever they want to go, doesn't it make sense that when you pass away, they still get to stay in the home that you want for them? They get to attend the schools you want for them. And they can drive in safe vehicles, have the resources to be able to, uh, you know, understand, okay, this is what I need to do. I can step out and do it. There are enough resources on hand. But that takes planning. And it takes having that hard conversation that says, oh, I don't want to talk about death. I don't want to talk about that. But it happens, right? There's appointed unto man a time to die. And so we want to be ready for that. We want to make sure that although it is the most emotionally tragic day for those who love you, it is also the best day financially because they know, okay, mom, dad, sister, brother, friend, aunt, uncle, grandparent, whoever it is, whoever you are, you've left the resources to take care of them. Well, what I want to do is I want to take a quick 30-second break. And then when we come back, I want to talk about the remaining questions that I have here today. Uh, They're interesting questions. But what makes me concerned is that as I've talked to various people, and again, these questions come from uh, prospective clients that are coming in who've heard me on the radio and now are ready to talk. 
but they've also come when I've been at church, when I've been out uh, in my running group and someone finds out that I'm a financial planner and they begin to ask questions. And so I've asked them back, what's eating at you? What keeps you awake at night? And I would encourage you, even as we go on to the break today, you know, think about it. What are the financial questions and concerns that keep you up at night? And feel free to give us a call at 518-433-7181. And let's schedule some time to sit down and talk. Let's bring some peace to that situation. You know, we started the program by talking about that finances, oh, they seem like they're designed to be so confusing. And what happens is, because of sometimes embarrassment, sometimes you just are a very private person. People keep that financial concerns to themselves and they try to figure it out themselves. And I always think about this is that, you know, the way that we think got us to where we are today and the way that we think will keep us there tomorrow. And so we want to not be isolated when it comes to financial planning. What we really need to have is the ability to talk to trusted individuals who are trained in this area. So whether you come to myself at Crystal Clear Finances, my son, George V, whether you are have another financial planner that you enjoy working with, the point is, is getting with someone who can give you godly wisdom when it comes to your resources so that you have enough today to take care of you, your family, your loved ones, and then enough in the future when you retire, that you can maintain that same lifestyle in retirement adjusted for inflation. And then the final step, when you go on to be with the Lord, that enough is left in reserves, uh, that your spouse, your loved ones can be taken care of, that they can finish out living their destiny. Are you jumping out of the frying pan and into the fire? This is Crystal Langdon with today's Financial Gem. Moving to cash to avoid market risk may save your account balance, but it doesn't remove all risk. There's inflation risk, tax risk, purchasing power, loss of capital, liquidity, and longevity risks. Before you jump, consider what new risk you may be jumping into and how it can impact your finances and your future. Call Crystal Clear Finances to determine which risks are right for you. Call 518-433-7181 today. And we're back with more Crystal Clear Finances. My name is Crystal Langdon. It is such a pleasure to be here with you. And today we're talking about what keeps you up at night. We're talking about financial concerns. And as I've been talking with individuals, I said, okay, just tell me what's your number one financial concerns. And we're going through each one of them. And you know, each time an individual shared with me, I offered, let's sit down privately one-on-one and let's really dive into that. And let's get some solutions for your life. I mean, it's a lot of bravery to be able to talk about, you know, what you're concerned about, but let's get some solutions one-on-one, but let's jump into our questions. And one of the questions was I, or when it comes to, you know, what their financial concerns were is I don't want to run out of money. What am I missing? What could I have done better? That's a powerful question, powerful concern that they have. It shows that, first of all, they are attentive. They are trying, right? They said, what am I missing? What could I have done better? And that's where I think having a financial plan is so important. And here's the deal. Many times when people think of a financial plan, they're thinking about, you know, a two-inch binder that means 
nothing. It's just charts and graphs. <laughs> but when we're talking about a financial plan, we really need to get to the heart of what is it that's driving you? You know, I'm working with a lot of uh, moms who are in a position where they are the major breadwinners and they want to create legacy for their children and they want to create their own banking. They want to be able to have the resources to take care of their own needs that they don't need to go get loans from a bank at whatever rate of return and that their kids, when their kids are older and they need resources, are not at the mercy of some financial institution to tell them what percentage of interest they'll pay and what they're going to do to their credit and all these different things that they're interested in saying, I need to create a way of compounding interest, tax-free money. I can touch any time. If something happens to me, my loved ones are taken care of, but I can help them be able to launch into a very financially solid place as they go into their adulthood. And how does that happen? Well, we create a financial plan when we begin to understand what are the desires of individuals. You know, here's something that I would ask you to chew on. You know, a lot of times in life, in this world, and this is in the financial realm, this is across the board, just think about even your current work environment, where they reward some people for performance, for what they've done, how many cars they sold, whatever it is, and they're the successful ones. But I would challenge that. You know, are we really successful because of a certain number on our balance sheet? Are we really successful because of some quota that we met? Or are we successful when we feel, you know, I feel like I'm doing what God wants me with, to do with my life. I've got a good relationship with my family. And, you know, take it even a step further. I've got a good relationship not only with my family, and my friends, because that's kind of easy, right? You pick your friends, you don't quite pick your family, but you've got a good relationship with your family. You've got a good relationship with your friends, but you also have good relationship with vendors, people you're interacting with through your office with the other people in your office. See, for so long, they just promote in this country, buy more, get more, show that you're worth more, hit these quotas, run, 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 run. And and that's what they have said. Now, when you reach this level, your success. And when we can say, wait a minute, that's not success. Having the highest rate of return or because a statement that you received in the mail says that you have X amount of dollars, that's not a success. You can't curl up at night with it. What you want to do when you look at what success is, is begin to really evaluate what's true success to you. I mean, if I get to get home early, I get to have time with my husband, I get to spend weekends seeing either my family, my friends, preferably both during the weekend, I get to go running, you know, we've got some downtime, I've had my devotions, I mean, I've had church time, like, you bring that all, that's a success, that's a success. And why do we let our statements tell us, oh, everything's falling apart? No, 
Now, that doesn't mean that we don't pay attention and we don't have a financial plan and we are we don't sit with our financial planner. I mean, we're reaching out to our clients and, hey, let's sit down. I want to know, has this journey this year been too much? Has it been too volatile to you? If it has, we need to change your investments when they bounce back up or if they bounce back up. I want to make sure I'm compliance approved in how I'm wording my, my words on the radio. But we want to make sure that we're sitting down with clients and reminding them, listen, first of all, it's God who's going to provide for all your needs. Second of all, what is true success? Okay, third, now let's look at your finance through those lens. And what do we need to do? What are they saying that's happening in the economy? Okay, are they calling for another 20% drop? What would we need to be doing? How is, you know, gold and silver? What are your thoughts on digital currency? All those conversations we have with our clients because we want to keep everything in perspective. And the question that this all came off of or the concern was, I don't want to run out of money. What am I missing? What could I have done better? Well, the answer is that financial plan. Having that second set of trained eyes that can say, well, here's what I would do. And I had one of my clients just the other day, I'm thinking of my appointment just the other night. And uh, it was uh, my last appointment for the day. So it was at four o'clock and uh, we just sat and talked. And yes, we went over the finances. Yes, I pulled up and was able to show them where everything is. We were able to go over it, decide what we were, any tweaks that we were going to make. You know, we were able to project, okay, what are we doing with the required minimum distribution? But it was a great time to recenter and refocus on what's important, where we're going, and move forward from there. And that financial plan, when we bring it out and say, okay, this is what we were planning, what are our thoughts, what's changed, and then move forward from there. Next question, and I'm looking at the clock realizing, oh, we might not have too many more uh, questions that we can go through, but let's get through as many as we can. Uh, am I saving too much and losing out today? Now you might say saving too much, <laughs> especially when you're looking at all the different inflation that's going on. Who's saving too much? But you know, that's such a great example. I remember when I first started in the financial planning industry and I saw what stocks could do. And I I have to admit, I was enamored. I'm like, oh my word. So I said, kids, we're not having pizza tonight and you're going to thank me in 20 years because I can take that $25 and I'll put it in this fund. Like I had this whole chart, like my kids really cared, right? I have this whole chart of what it could grow to and this. And if we take the money from all of our pizza nights and we put it in this investment, ta-da, this is what we would have in 20 years. And they just looked at me sorrowfully. And so I don't remember what I made for dinner, but we didn't have pizza night. And I remember it wasn't too long later, a couple years maybe, we had a really nice pullback. Yeah, it was a significant pullback. And all my pizza night money had shrunk. Did I lose it all? No. But did it all go down? Mm-hmm. So I'd lost the money and I lost all the memories I could have made with that money. And I'm so grateful that I walked through that experience years ago, but even more grateful that I realized, wait a minute, I need to do responsible investing, responsible saving, but I'm not going to do it at the cost of having no memories with my children. Where's that balance? 
you know, where's the balance where we're not saving so much for the future that we forget to live today? I don't want to be there. I don't want to be someone who's living all for today and doesn't save anything for the future. But likewise, I don't want to go the other extreme and be saving and investing for the future. And I forgot to live today. Folks, living today is such a balance, isn't it? And there's this war between our current lifestyle needs and our future lifestyle wants. Or if you really put it the other ways, our current lifestyle wants are waging war against what our future lifestyle needs will be. And so there's that balance that comes in. You know, people will come in and they'll say, I have X amount of surplus crystal. Where does it go? And we begin to look at A, their goals, and not just goals like, oh, I want X amount of dollars. And whenever they say that, like, oh, I want to be a millionaire. I'm like, okay, we, you know, we have a lot of millionaires in our office. But my real question is, why do you want to be a millionaire? What is it supposed to be helping you achieve? And when I begin to heal their heart in it and understand where it is they want to go, then I begin to say, okay, then this is what we need to begin looking at. This is what the real situation is. And we begin to put it all in perspective. Well, I'm looking at the clock and realizing, yes, we are again at, a, a, at the end of our time together. But I hope even as I have brought up some of the concerns that I'm hearing from new prospective clients and that I'm hearing as I'm interacting with individuals, whether it's in my running group or, you know, at church or just in the grocery store when people find out what I do. And they begin to share about the concerns that keep them up at night. There are answers. There really are. There are answers. There are solutions. There's a plan. But you got to take the first step. So I encourage you to give our office a call at 518-433-7181. Let's schedule time together where we can go over those financial concerns. And then join us again next week as we continue to provide financial clarity so that you can have confidence for every financial decision. Thank you and God bless. This program is for educational purposes only. We understand that finances are complex. Facing them alone causes stress, resulting in wrong choices, missing out on opportunities, and having to settle for a lower standard of living. At Crystal Clear Finances, our team approach focuses on providing clarity and confidence so you can make the right financial decisions. Investment advisory and financial planning services are offered through Alpha Star Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Crystal Clear Finances and Alpha Star are separate and independent entities. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.